Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome once more to The Last Show on Earth. I'm John Owen Jones. And I'm Alistair Brammer. And welcome to the podcast where each episode we ask our guests the big, big question that nobody ever needed to ask. If there was a huge asteroid hurtling towards Earth, threatening to destroy life as we know it, and you could see one more show before you die, what would it be? It can be anything you want, from any genre, a show you've seen, one you wish you'd been there to see, or something you've made up entirely. In this episode, we are joined by the joy that is Eva Noblezada. Eva is probably best known for originating the role of Kim in the new production of Miss Saigon in London and in New York. She has played Eponine in Les Miserables and is currently performing as Eurydice's in Hadestown on Broadway. She recently lent her voice to animation, playing Sam in Luck for Apple TV+. And she's also starred in movies like Yellow Rose and Easter Sunday and is a double Tony Award nominee and a very funny woman. We are thrilled to have her on our podcast. Now, we talked to Eva about her modern twist on a classic musical for her last show on Earth, as well as her love of pole dancing, bad breath on stage, not from me, by the way, and a particularly urine Miss Saigon mishap. Urine? Oh, God. Intrigued? Well, keep listening then as we chat to this little Broadway superstar. She's 17, she's new here today, the village she comes from seems so far away. <laughs> it's the last show on earth of Eva Noblezada. One of your favourite pole dancers of all time. Have you got a lot on your list? or? Yeah, I do actually. Yeah, but you're not a pole dancer, are you? Yes, I am. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. Here we ask a question, nobody dared to ask If you had a day to live, what show would be your last? What is your last show on Earth? This is the last show on Earth My name is John, my name is Al Been friends a long time past We want to know what show you'd see If you knew it was to be your last What is your last show on Earth? This is the last show on Earth What is your last show on Earth? This is the last show on Earth Welcome to the last show on Earth, Eva Noblezada! Yeah, alright! It's because you got a dog there. I do. How are you doing, alright? I'm doing very well. It's a great, beautiful autumn day in New York. Is it? And I think Frank Sinatra is going to sing about it. Oh, lovely. What part of New York do you live in? My exact address? Yeah. <laughs> Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah, but where? <laughs> Upper West Side, East Side? Like Midtowny. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, and that's noisy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she lives close to Dutch Fred's, which I know you know well. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. That's a great bar. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, so, great pub. So you Hell's Kitchen then? Yeah. yeah. Last yeah. time I was in New York, we went for a, a, what what your boyfriend Reeve said was one of the best burgers he's ever had. And it's true. It, it's it, it's an incredible new burger that they have on Dutch at the Dutch Fred menu. It's called a Smash Burger, and we love it. It's so fucking mm. good. It was so yeah. good. Oh, sorry. It? Am I am I allowed to curse on this show? Yeah, you yeah. can swear. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Now I was trying sorry. to remember when the when was the last time? In fact, I first met you in New York at Carnegie Hall in 2016. Yeah, that's right. And then. The last time I would have seen you was the Bridge Theatre in London. Is that right? I think it is. When we did that thing with Claude Michel. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's so weird. Wait, yeah. but weren't you weren't you Valjean when we were in Miss Saigon? Oh, uh, probably. Probably somewhere. <laughs> was it, yeah, right. Was the, didn't we have like a fire drill or something and we had to like go meet? Really? There was like a weird day where or like where Lamez had to come to the Prince Edward Theatre or vice versa. It was like a uh, weird... I don't, I don't remember that. But then again, you know, Valjeans, they're just fat blokes with beards. So 
it could have been anyone else. Really. <laughs> it could be any. It could yeah, be, it could it be, could be, be any fat bloke with a beard. Yeah. But yeah, that's crazy. I forgot about that thing in the bridge theater. Yeah, that, that was uh, yeah, it was a lovely theater and a lovely little gig, but quite nerve wracking. I found it. Um, oh my god! Yeah. I've just I've just come back from Australia uh, with Glomichelle and Alan, Aww. and we had a great time doing the Do You Hear the People Sing concert. I know. I I would have loved to be a part of that. But you did it with Suha, didn't you? Yes, that's right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because yeah, did she take did she take over from you? Was she a cover for you? She was a cover. No one took over for me. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke, but it's just true, factually. Nobody speaking. can do what I did with that role. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my favorite Kim I've ever seen was uh, Liana. I thought you were going to oh. say Leia Salonga. I was like, Leia Salonga. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Look, I've only seen two. I've seen you and Leia. I haven't done too badly. My strike rate is pretty high. Yeah, wow, that's pretty that's good. amazing. Yeah. I've only seen I've only seen you. But did you you never seen it from the audience though? I actually did watch it one time when uh, Graham was on in New York. Wow, you added so many vowels to his name that were unnecessary. <laughs> You went great. I'm just going to sit back and let this relationship develop. I love it. I love it. There's a lot of history here and I love it. <laughs> so what are you up to at the moment, Eva? Are you still in Hadestown? Yes, I'm still in Hadestown. Unfortunately, for the past few, like two days, I've been a little under the weather, uh-huh. but I've been testing negative for COVID. So fingers crossed that that continues but yeah. yeah still in Hadestown playing Eurydice eight shows a week at the Walter Kerr come on down <laughs> I saw you in it when I was last in New York and it it, it, it was amazing I didn't see Reeve which was a shame because yeah, I would have loved to have seen you guys and, and your oh chemistry. so is that where you and Reeve met then Reeve is your boyfriend Reeve Carney Reeve yeah. is the not just my boyfriend he is the, the the son to me he is a genius he is the most handsome man in the world and he's also in the room and he's also in the room but I would say <laughs> that if he wasn't okay Easy. okay but, uh, but yeah, we, we, we met during the audition. Hang on. Uh-huh. Did you just say he's, he's the son to you? Yeah. What does that make me then? You, you said that to me for two years. Yeah, but I said that as a, as, as, as a completely different woman. Fair enough. Yeah, and there was someone else's words. Fair enough. I would have never chosen that outfit. I would have never chosen... <laughs> you would have. It looked good. Those, those clogs looked good. <laughs> Before we get on with your last show on Earth, why don't we ask you... Uh, ten questions about your life and your career so far. Okay. Al does this thing where he asks you some questions. Some are tricky, some are easy, all about you. And it's a way of our listeners mm. learning about you without us having to go on for three or four hours talking about you, okay? Great. So here we are. Are you ready to have Al's ten questions rammed down your throat? I'm ready. Okay. All right. Bum, bum, bum. Question one. You starred as Kim in Miss Saigon, which is based on what opera by Puccini? Madame Butterfly. Correct. Question two, you starred opposite numerous Chris's, but who was the best? Hmm, trick question. They were all great. <laughs> Alistair Brammer. Correct, the answer is, the answer is me. The answer is me. <laughs> question number three, you and your show Town that you're currently in won the Grammy for Best Musical Theatre Album in 2020. Can you name another show that has won that award in the last five years? Hamilton. That's, no, not in the last five years. You've got one more chance. Mm. Uh, in the last five years? Yeah, in the last Best five Grammy, years. Grammy, Grammy for, oh, Dear Evan Hansen? Correct. You could have had Colour Purple, The Band's Visit, Jagged Little Pill, or the unofficial Bridgerton musical. Ah. Question number four. You originated the role of Eurydice, Eurydice? Wow. Eurydice in Hadestown well <laughs> at the National Theatre in London and on Broadway at the Walter Care Theatre. The architect of that theatre was Herbert J. Watt. Clue, it's a very funny word. Herbert J. Fartnacher. <laughs> Was I close? Uh, Herbert J. Crap is the answer. Oh, um, oh. <laughs> Fartnacher. I haven't heard that since like South Park or something. That's great. Question number five. You voiced the character of Sam in the movie Luck earlier this year alongside Simon Pegg. Very cool, by the way. He's so cool. But can you name three things that are considered superstitiously to be bad luck? In England or just in general? In general. Uh, broken mirrors, walking underneath the ladder, and or uh, opening a uh, umbrella inside of the house. Very good. very good. Very, very good. Well done. Question number six. You played Eponine in Les Miserables at the Queen's Theatre London, which was renamed what in 2019? The Stephen Sondheim Theatre. Yeah, the Sondheim Theatre, I'll give yeah, you that. Right. Question yeah. number seven. By the way, perfect score so far. I know, I'm very smart. Question number seven. Your partner is the lovely Reeve Carney, who originated the role of Spider-Man on Broadway. But what was the show's full title? Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Correct. Question number eight. 
You star in the feature film Easter Sunday. Easter is a holiday. The Holiday was a film which starred Jude Law. Name another male actor with a girl's first name. With a girl's first name? Yeah. Jude is a girl's name? I think so. Sounds very girly to me. But, but also, the Beatles wrote Hey Jude about a man. They didn't? It was a... I think well, you're it, ju- it, it can be both. I know a Jude who's Oh, it can be both? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. Oh, wait, another, a male actor with a female... Uh, more... I thought Hey Jude was about his mum, wasn't it? Doesn't matter. Let's find the name. Let's get Sorry. the answer. Wait, wait. Ask, ask the question again. Na- okay. So all the other rubbish, but then <laughs> the, the actual question is, name another male actor with a girl's first name. <sighs> There's quite a male few. Male actor. It's got me stumped as well. I don't, I can't think of yeah. any. Yeah. Reeve, male actor with a girl's first name. I can't, I'm, I'm scared. It's a countdown question. Male actor with a... J.J. Abrams? I don't know. That's kind of a girl, girly... <laughs> it's not bad. That, that, kind, that kind of works. Wait, wait uh, Chris? Chris is a kind of androgynous name. Chris Pine? Uh, no, look, smashed right. it. Do you know okay, what? Okay, I got some ner- sweating. You okay. could have had Mandy Patinkin, Liv Schreiber, Jean Reno, Jackie Chan, Kelsey Grammer, Sasha Baron Cohen, Val Kilmer, Alice Cooper... Tracy Letts or Mel Gibson. <laughs> sure, choose a bunch of actors that were the height of the career when I wasn't even a zygote yet. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's and true. also you can't you can't have Jean Reno as Jean. Okay, well, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, he would know. But we'll give you that. We'll give you that. Okay. We'll give you that. Question number nine. <laughs> you starred in the movie Yellow Rose. Name another yellow flower. Uh, sunflower. Correct. This is the last chance for you to get a full point. Can you do ten out of ten? I can. You'll be the first. Question number 10. True or false? You are so magnetic, it feels dangerous. Oh, absolutely true. True, according to the review of Town in Elle magazine. Wow. Congratulations. 10 out of 10. Amazing. 10 out of 10. Very good. Wow, I feel like I've won the Olympics. Well, you haven't won a tourney yet, so, you know. Nope. Um, <laughs> Um, but you have had two more nominations than myself or Alistair so that's true you're already well ahead of the game now then let's do what three words so all I'm going to do is ask you what your three words are and you say them yeah great what three words have you heard that you'd like to challenge Al with it's a special skill to give you a thrill and prove he's a real wordsmith three words and he can say how many letters they contain right away what three words have you heard that you'd like to challenge al with oh what three words have you heard that you'd really like to challenge al with okay eva maria noblezada what are your three words apothecary madam staples 22 22 are you spelling madam without the e with the e then it's 23 What three words have you heard that you'd like to challenge Al with? It's a special skill to give you a thrill and prove he's a real wordsmith. Give him three words and he can say how many letters they contain right away. What three words have you heard that you'd like to challenge Al with? Oh, what three words have you heard that you'd really like to challenge Al with? Wow. Yeah, it's it's so pointless, isn't it? Uh, you're like you're like the little boy in a cage at a circus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which we'll get to later. Yes, of course, a little boy caged in a circus. Yeah, that pertains to your last show choice, I yeah, believe. A little clue <laughs> yes. to your last a show, show. A show I don't know anything about, so it's going to be really interesting yeah. for me. Mm. Sorry about that. You might have to be really quiet for this one. <laughs> yeah. Let's get straight into your choice for your last show. On Earth. Yeah, let's go. I, I'm really keen to see why you've chosen this. So tell us, please, what is your last show on Earth? My last show on Earth would be The Phantom of the Opera. Right, never heard of it. Tell me, what's that Never about, heard then? of it. <laughs> no. It's about a young girl from Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> You've literally just woken up. What are you going to be like like in a few hours when you've properly woken up. Your brain is fizzing. Oh, I, I'm, the, I'm the same. I mean, honestly, I'm the same all day. <laughs> uh, Phantom of the Opera was the first show that I was ever kind of introduced to. And, it, and I mean, it was the movie, but I did think that they did a fantastic job of keeping to the original kind of stage show uh, as much as possible. Um, no frills kind of 
or no, like, I mean, the, the, the most freely thing they did was the auto tune, but I think everyone did a great job, but yeah. that made me want to be an opera singer first. So the first thing I ever wanted to be was an opera singer because of watching Phantom of the Opera. And then when my auntie who was on Broadway found out that I hadn't, I was keen on singing and performing, she took me to New York when I was nine. And that's when I saw my first three Broadway musicals, which were Lion King, Phantom of the Opera and uh, Beauty and the Beast. Right. And Phantom, Phantom would stand out from those three. You, you would, I can imagine that as a sort of teenage girl, yeah. it's like that's the one that you're like a grown up watching it or something. Yeah. So how old were you when you saw the film of Phantom then? I, I don't remember how old I was when I saw Phantom for the first time, but I definitely was obsessed. Like I was just, I, and the thing was, it wasn't that I was just obsessed with Christine. It was the fact that every character was a proper character. Like they, they weren't like kind of, what are they like? prop up characters for the phantom yeah, little wallpaper yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I, well actually i have to confess because i i saw the phantom of the opera film before i'd seen any shows or gotten into the industry in any way and um it's sort of it's sort of not cool to say that you like that film but i have to say i loved it too yeah so that's two of the three of us then because i hated it obviously i have an investment yeah. in it. but also i can't believe that neither of you were in the industry when that film came out, I was playing Phantom in the West End and I went to the premiere. <laughs> How old am I? <laughs> Jesus Look, Christ. neither of us are saying you're old, so I think that's a personal problem. <laughs> that you need to maybe come to terms with. Yeah, and it, it's a personal problem that you're both going to have later on. Don't worry. Um, but I can't believe that neither of you had been in the industry when that came no. out. Well, my parents also had zero money, so I was. it was more of like a pipeline, well, like a... Like a dream, pipe dream. like yeah. pipe dream, than something that I could actually be realistic about achieving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, st I still find it remarkable that I, I, it feels like that film came out yesterday to me. I can still remember. Yeah, I, I, I agree though, and I also think too, anyone who thinks that liking that movie isn't cool, anyone who tells you that something's not cool probably has bad breath and doesn't like themselves. Amen. So you're allowed. To <laughs> like what you like. Yeah, but personal choice. Personal choice is absolutely fine. I also feel the same way about the Les Mis movie. Like, I, I don't, I loved it. Yeah. Okay. But I love this show even more, yeah. obviously, because yeah. yeah. I was in it. Like, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean? Well, yeah. I like the Les Mis movie. I like, to, I, I like to mention it every now and again, you know, having been in it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you, you actually get money for it, don't you? Yeah, Alistair? that's nice. I get occasional little, little, little checks, nothing to write home about. But um, you know, <laughs> all right. It, it paid for it paid for these tea bags. Yeah, for the for that role for because you must have. How long did you spend filming that? Me, I was Alistair. on set for about six weeks. What? How much did you get paid? Fuck off. No, the audience aren't going to mind. It's an interesting for that, you know, because you know it's interesting. I'm not tell you with that size 100, of role. One hundred and fifty thousand pounds. <laughs> I also don't know. I also don't really remember a specific. It was like it wasn't huge. But it was good. But okay, well, what, what was your first royalty check like for it then? Your first residual. Oh, this isn't going to stay that in. I'm not going to tell one. you. About three grand. It wasn't a lot. That's great. Yeah, but yeah, but that's still, that's pretty good. Yeah. You know, and it's interesting because you weren't a really you know hugely featured character. No. You did a lot of work out of your year at that time on it, mm. and it made Cameron McIntosh a billionaire. That's pretty amazing. So it's really interesting to see, you know, how that filtered through. Well, I got £3,000, so <laughs> he's laughing now, Cameron. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and of course, you played, of course, you played Eponine in, in the West End. I did. That was one of my favourite. That's probably my favourite uh, favorite theatre role I've ever done. Yeah, wow, it suited really? you, really suited you. Yeah, I loved that show. Well, I mean, because also it's, it's a lot less hard work than Kim, I should imagine. Well, it's it, it's a perfect balance of just like where her the vocals sit. And at that time in my life, I just, the singing was so easy. I would just walk into the theatre and just be like, ah! like yeah. I didn't have to warm up or do anything. And It's interesting that I think that's something yeah. that comes with age. I think not even age, it just comes with the more you know, the more you beat yourself up. I bet I bet you are no better then than you are now. Exactly. It's just that you've you've learned things about technique and about staying healthy. Totally. You know. Do you think I would probably disagree with that? I think you have an innate confidence when you're younger anyway. So you and also you have a more pure younger instrument. Yeah. And as you get older, it gets more worn and it gets harder to, to get the I, I prefer the my, one. even though I, I, I'm very impressed with some of the things that, I mean, sometimes if I'm feeling really nostalgic, I'll play like the the clips that people recording at the, at the Queen's Theatre, or sorry, the Sondheim Theatre, uh, the clips of me doing, um, 
Now, I know this house, I tell you there's nothing here for you. Yes, hi. Just you and another girl. Like, it's really high, and I'm just like, that sounded so easy. If I had to do that now, I'd be like, eh. But then again, like, yeah. our voices are conditioned to play the show that we're doing, and honestly, I sing Eurydice like a, I'm a jazz singer. I walk in, I barely warm up some days. It's amazing. And I, I just, it just comes out if it comes out, and I, I work with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I used to do with Phantom. I never warmed up, you know, and I played it for four you years. You son of a bitch. That is the last role you could ever... That's just such yeah, a no, great Yeah, no, you'd be blast. surprised because there's only those four... There's only a few difficult bits of singing and they're right at the beginning. You know, when your voice... If you warm up, you might have worn it out by then. But I've got a lot of I screaming. I have a question for you, to, John. I've been yeah. wondering this... I've Because I've been wondering this just because I love the show so much. Did you ever have such a great relationship with your Christine that you would, like, eat a really nasty Wendy's burger, like, with onions and do that, turn your face away and put your hand, like, right on her nose? <laughs> Uh, no, that's not something I would ever do to another actor. But uh, <laughs> I mean, unless, of course, I mean, are you talking from experience after working with Alistair Brammer? Is that is that why you're asking me that? Well, there, there was once a show where Dale Evans went on as Chris, who I, he's so sweet, I love him. And he just said, sorry, babe, I've just had a bunch of ginger. And it, I right. was like, oh, I was, I was like. Yeah, I can smell it. So no, nice. I used to, there was, there was one, Christine, that we would go to Pizza Express in between shows and... You know, we would both have a three-course meal, a starter, a main, and a dessert, and then do a, a three-course meal? Yeah. And she had to get, You didn't like have a... to poop at all? Well, no, I've got a large capacity for food, yeah. so... Uh, <laughs> but she used to have to wear a corset and everything, and, you know... Oh, wow, lucky. Um, that's about as far as I went. I never went to, you know, having smelly fingers and wiping them on somebody's face. <laughs> I used to like eating between shows a big meal, because I, I felt like it gave me some support if I filled up. That makes sense, because you were also playing a GI. Yeah, true. So the extra did... weight, the extra, like, <laughs> might have, like, helped... <laughs> But didn't you have to take your top off and stuff, though? You know, and have your. I did, yeah, but wouldn't you have had a, like a big swollen tummy? I did, but when your tummy's muscular, it just looks even more muscular. <laughs> <laughs> Would John Owen Jones be your phantom, or do you have somebody else in mind? Who's your dream cast? He's asking. My okay, this is my dream cast. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, Pete. I'll have to swing it for a few, but honestly. Phantom, myself. Why not? When I get older, I think that'd be so hot. Phantom would be a woman. Uh, the Rowl would yeah, be... Yeah, go on. Reeve. Reeve, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Would be Rowl. In my dream cast of Phantom would be Rowl. Christine would be... Still female? Someone fantastic. Yeah. Oh. A female Christine. That's interesting, you know. I would love it to be a female phantom. I mean, how? I mean, because here's the thing: it would smell good down there. It would look incredible. <laughs> Sorry, you're talking about the lair, aren't you? Yes, of course. <laughs> smell good down there, as in the lair, right? Okay. Scented candles, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All those candles would be like, yeah, sage and and sandalwood, <laughs> white linen. The Christine could still be a woman, right? That that could be another angle. Yeah. Oh but yeah. Do you, you don't have anyone in Absolutely. mind for that then? No, I mean... From a, from a producer's point of view, I would like to see you play opposite Leia Salonga. Well, then Leia could <laughs> that would be... That would be a marketing dream. If I, was a, if I could be a soprano, Leia could be the Phantom, and I could be And Christine. then you could be Christine. How about this? If you're doing eight shows a week, you could swap four and four. That would be nice. That would be interesting. Look, yeah. I love this. I love, the, I love imagining myself having... Doing singing whatever I wanted to sing. Look, you're the phantom. <laughs> let's let's keep you as the phantom because that's what that was your instinct, right? Christine Cylinder? You like Cylinder, don't you? Cylinder Showmarker. I do. I honestly probably would give would prefer someone like Charlotte though. Charlotte Kennedy. Okay. okay. Who's that? Because she that's one of my that's my best friend. Well, Cylinda, I did it with Cylinda and uh, she listens to this podcast. I know. I so she's gonna be absolutely livid. <laughs> well, I saw her and she was incredible, but I, I'm also playing this game because it's, you know, this isn't a real production and I yeah. would like to give other people a chance to play Christine. Who it's true, yeah, yet. someone that hasn't done it, yeah. Yes, who hasn't yeah. done it. And, and Charlotte right now is, is, is currently playing Eliza in the My Fair Lady tour yeah. uh, in the UK. Yeah. Uh, she was she was uh she's she was a cassette for a while in the West. Yeah, no, she's great. Yeah. She's great. I can totally see her doing it, yeah. And so then we've got like, the other characters. You've got Pianji, you've got Carlotta, you've got the managers, you've got Meg. And the rest of them don't really matter. On Sunday, <laughs> so, I mean, let's be honest. You've cast the most important role as yourself. Why not? Yeah, well, why not? Yeah, 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 yeah. Carlotta then. 
Carlotta. Who have you got in mind for Carlotta? Carlotta. I think, oh, you know, it would be crazy. I, I, there's, a, there's a singer I love who's actually from the UK. Her name's Yola. Uh, okay. she'd be, I don't, I'm sure she could sing it. But She's not as cute as baby Yola, though. No, not Yoda. Yola. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Y-O-L-A. She's incredible. Con- congratulations, Alistair, on the first dad joke of this podcast. <laughs> um, I'm going to Google her. I don't know who she is. Yeah, Y-O-L-A. Um, oh, no, like... I know who she is. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes yeah. I know who she is. Yeah. Walk Through Fire. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a great album. Mm. And her voice is just like, what? oh, it's so... So you'd have her played as, as more of like a sort of, like a rock star as, as, as opposed to a opera star. Yeah, I would also I would also want it to be, the, the show to be more closer in, in reality to something that people would have experienced, like uh, more of like a high-end burlesque rather than a massive distant opera house, so that makes sense. Cool. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah. So, and who would you have playing opposite her as Pianji, as the big fat opera singer? He's not necessarily fat, but he usually is. Yeah, you keep mentioning that, and I, I don't... Yeah. <laughs> I think he's trying to hint at himself, that's why. <laughs> yeah, I want to get that last last bit of money before I die well, at the hands of the asteroid. Listen, yeah. do your best at the audition and just let it go after <laughs> that, and we'll, we'll let you know. I don't audition, how dare you? How dare you? Offer only. So do you have anyone that you might want to do that? Any friends or anyone that's in Hades town with you, maybe? What about Andre de Shields? Uh, Oh, well, I don't think that he would like to be anything but the lead. No, but it's your show. Oh, I know, I know. John John. John John Briones can be Oh, yes, of course. Why not? John John, he'd be perfect. Very nice. For anyone, anyone listening that doesn't know who John John is, he was our engineer in Miss Saigon and is a very talented man. John John Briones, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's very talented. Well, if anything, uh, Bouquet could be Andre the Shield, and we can make his character be a little more flamboyant. Like he knows the haunts for real. Yeah, he yeah, knows right. the yeah, haunts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust, yeah. trust, Daddy the Shields that he knows is it's a real ghost. Don't, <laughs> don't fuck with him, kids. <laughs> That'll be good. We've mentioned Andre in this podcast several times yeah. now. He he seems to be a recurring, of course, a recurring he theme. Does. Of course, you have. He's a legend. Absolutely, a proper. True sense of the word. Yes. He's been around a long time. Yes. Who have we got? Who else have we got? Meg? What about Meg? Oh, Meg. <laughs> um, I love Meg. I don't know. I, I know. We needed rest. That's all I know that she says. <laughs> <laughs> she needed rest. That's it. That's what I'm saying. I would obviously like to cast somebody who is a proper dancer. And I know so many in London, but I can't think of one that is like, look, I made a pumpkin. Oh, so you did. Out of what? Clay. Yeah. Clay. Very good. Very good. And a hat. <laughs> okay. Are you just buying yourself time to try and think of, to try yeah. and think of a dancer? Oh, actually, actually, Isabella, I know her via Instagram, but she is, I think, a US, oh, she's US based. And I wouldn't want to go through all the the trouble to get a visa. You can do whatever you want. You can have anyone you want. You've got Andre de Seals playing bouquet. Great. She's an incredible, incredible dancer. And I would definitely want to feature her dance, the dancers doing proper, uh, burlesque choreography more. Yeah. Oh, burlesque for sure. Isabella. I mean, if I, if I could, if I could do whatever I would, I would hire a pole dancer. And if that were the case, I would hire Sammy Picone, who's one of my favorite pole dancers of all time. Well, let's uh, do that then. Yeah, let's do that. I'm sorry. What? One of your favorite pole dancers of all time. Have you got a lot on your list, or? Yeah, I do actually. Being a, you know, if you were a singer, who you would have a lot of singers on your list. Yeah. Yeah, but you're not a pole dancer, are you? Yes, I am. What? Yeah. Wow. Well, tell us more, please. Hobby. Yeah, it's a hobby of mine. <laughs> so, what on earth got you into that? Uh, being unemployed for eighteen months and wanting to do something with my time. <laughs> so why not spend it upside down? Yeah. Yeah. So, did you put a pole in your in your apartment? Yeah, I have several, and right now I have a stage pole uh, from uh, X Pole US with a uh, about nine, eight and a half foot uh, cr- silicon wrapped pole, which means that I don't. I, normal poles are made of chrome. Does it you, does it rotate? Yeah, so you can turn on the spinning function, or you can have it be static. I prefer spin because it just looks prettier. But yeah, yeah with a with a silicon pole. Uh, it's so much easier to grip. So you can kind of, I could go on the pole right now with, on, with my pajamas and sit, 
But the chrome, it requires, that's why you see it's, you know, it's more of a, of a, that's what strippers use because they need to have more skin to pull contact. They can't go on a, right. on a chrome pull with like a, a sweater and, and leggings on. That's why they're, yeah. they're, have their, their butt cheeks hanging Rachel, out. Rachel, my wife got into it. Rachel used to be a gymnast to, um, back in the day. Um, yes, she did. And then when she when she when she quit that because of an injury, she she sort of took up pole as a as an incredible way of keeping fit. You have to be yeah. so strong. Oh, it's great. You have to be super strong, but it's also fun. And like, I, I, it was important for me to find a hobby that I didn't. I knew that I wasn't going to force myself to make money off of it. It was just something that was like you know because we can't just yeah. monetize everything. Yeah, that's wow. just drives it crazy. Yeah, that's fascinating. But yeah, Sammy Pacone. Sammy Pacone is an incredible, one of the most stunning pole dancers, and uh, also my friend uh, Jasmine is an incredible pole dancer, and, and actually she'd be a great mag. Actually, I, I'm going to choose Jasmine. Okay, Jasmine. What does she have a surname? She does, but I don't know what it is. Good. Oh, okay. Friend, friend Jasmine. <laughs> so one of your very best friends. <laughs> So we've only got two people left, then, and that's the managers. Have you got any idea? Oh yes, Andre, what a charming party! Uh, <laughs> Just so you know, you're you're looking at two unemployed West End and Broadway stars right now. Well, um, well, here's the thing. What... And what, one of them has to be older and a little bit grumpy, and one has to be younger and quite effete and camp. And just yeah. Hmm. So what you're saying is, Alistair should be. The old grumpy one, and I should be the campy yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, that that would actually be perfect. Good, excellent. Thank you for taking the bait. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, I've tried to be cast in this show several times, and I've finally succeeded. That was 100 percent out of guilt. Shut up, John. You've been you've been you've been cast in so many of our guest shows. I never get cast. Everyone's like, John. I thought you'd be a really good uh, John. Maybe you could play. And I'm, I I sit here like, hello. I think I, I've been cast once as something really rubbish. But do you know why that is? Is because I booked the guests. <laughs> <laughs> this Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So you know what, that's a really interesting really interesting cast and a really interesting choice of show. Well, it sounds like a, a whole new phantom. If, 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 if the main relationship is a same-sex relationship, it starts to... And, and then, but then we set it back when it's set. Suddenly, the underworld of the whole show has a new meaning and a new... Completely. Yeah. That's cool. Very, yeah. very, like... Yeah, it's... I, I, I think so. I've always wanted to be... Female, because in my in my uh, cabarets in New York, I have this thing called the Diva Medley, D E V A. <laughs> okay, very good. Right. And I sing, I sing. Uh, oh, I just got it, the Eva Medley. Sorry. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> I go from a certain song, and I go, it goes into a, da, 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 and then I start singing the Christine part, and as a joke, if I will try to hit that last, then if not, I'll just whistle in the microphone, and it's either very impressive or very funny, but cool. it's a good, it's a, it's a hit. I do yeah. like that. Okay. I do good. love Lovely. Phantom. Well, that sounds like a pretty good show. So, okay, mm-hmm. but we've got other questions involved with it, of course. Um, but before we move on to that, um, we've been sent a celebrity question. Uh, we've got a lot of friends in the business, and um, they send us questions for our guests. Oh, nice. Now, <clears throat> this has come in from a guy that I've known for quite some time. He's British, and he sent me a little voice note asking you a question. So listen carefully. Okay. This is the celebrity question. Ooh, it's the celebrity question. Ooh, 
it be? Who's the celebrity? Question from... Oh, hello, Ava. I've got to tell you, I'm a huge fan. I have seen you loads of times. In fact, when it comes to your performances, I can't get enough. In fact, you could say, I can't get no satisfaction. <laughs> anyway, I've got a question for you. I'm a rock and roller. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that I've been up to naughty things in my career. And I've oh. seen lots and lots of really naughty things happening backstage at my concerts all around the world. And I'm wondering, what's the worst thing you've seen happen backstage? Oh, my God. Backstage? Right. Yeah, so that, that, was, that was a question from uh, the king of rock and roll himself, Mr Mick Jagger. Um, I'm sure you could work that out because uh, I think maybe the connection wasn't so good when he left the message. Um, so he wants to know, as a as a rock and roller who's seen lots of dodgy things backstage, what's the worst behaviour you've ever seen backstage? The worst behaviour I've ever seen backstage. And I must remind you that for a long period of time you worked with Alistair Brammer. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, I've never seen Alistair do anything naughty. Okay. I'm a good boy. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I try not to judge people on the first thing I see. I have like a three strike thing in my head of like giving people grace. But I will say uh, it's hard to. Explain. You don't have to name them. You just have to tell us the story of what happened. <laughs> well, this wasn't horrible behavior, but it did make me laugh. There's a certain huge uh, Broadway legend who is a Broadway legend, hands down. No one is, that's not up for discussion or debate. Uh, I've met, I'd met her maybe 10 times at this point and I ran into her backstage at Hadestown and I said, hey, it's good to see you, how are you? And she goes, oh, it's, what's your name? It's nice to meet you. And I said, oh, I'm Eva. We were nominated for a Tony last year together. Uh, so is that Patti LuPone then? Uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> I was like, I was like, cool. Right. So we've got your last show. Um, yeah. We found out about some terrible behaviour backstage, and now we'd like to ask you, uh, what are you going to do in the interval of this Phantom of the Opera? There's an asteroid hurtling towards Earth. It's going to destroy life as we know it is the interval or the intermission, as you say, over there. And what drink would you like to have? Would, you can have any drink you want. It's a spe okay. It could be basic. It could be really special. What would you I have? was thinking about this because Reeve and I love a... We just, we just enjoy a very well-crafted cocktail. Uh -huh. And I would choose to have, at our favorite speakeasy that we go to in town, this incredible uh, cocktail called Impossible Idea. Okay. Good name. And it's an experience in itself. And what I would want to happen is there to be a rolling bar that comes onto the stage. Okay. <laughs> and like during the intermission, maybe 25 minute intermission. And then on the rolling bar are these guys dressed up in mime outfits that are making just that one drink. Right. Or, or pouring glasses of yeah. champagne. So the people have to get wait in line at the stage and say, I want this and then pay via the stage. Very cool. Yeah. Why are they dressed in my outfits? I think it would look cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. What's the name of the bar? Oh, what the name of the bar? What would it be? The. Uh... Ask Reeve. He'll know. Wait, what's it? Downless uh, bar of the dungeon of my. Oh no, she's trying to come up with a name for the fictional bar. He just means where's your cocktail from? Yeah. No, what's the name of the speakeasy? Oh, 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 oh! It's called Pat. It's called Patent Pending. Oh, nice. Okay. okay. And what's in the cocktail itself? Yeah, what's in the cocktail, baby? The possible idea, it's like, it's like, me oh, he's on his phone, he's on his AirPods. It's like mezcal, rum, uh, it's, I can't even describe it, but they serve it with uh, a single ice cube and with a flambéed banana. So you have to take a bite of the flambéed banana <laughs> and then have the, co and it, it is, it is the, it is the most incredible cocktail we've ever it had. sounds quite tropical, rum, bananas, it, it, it sounds It quite... is, it is, but there, it's definitely, it has a more down down and down and show like okay. I'm gonna sink into the leather couch and like watch the party rather than ooh I'm gonna go dance by the bar kind of vibe which is perfect yeah. setup rack too. So it's not like sickly sweet. No, it's not. It's not the, the sweetest thing about it is the banana because there are other <laughs> right. uh, other li other liqueurs in the drink that kind of balance it out to make it a really just oh it's the perfectly balanced. Yeah, but that and Don Perignon. Great. Okay. Excellent. And and who would your plus one be to this night out? Reeve, of course. 
Yes. Very good. And your dream, so we're just going through them now. What's your dream venue? You can watch oh. it anywhere in the world. A dream venue. So you can watch this special production. It can be out the window of your apartment. It can be in your childhood home. It could be a theater you love. It could be anywhere you want. Matt Lucas chose his own, has chose to watch Mamma Mia from his bed in his bedroom. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, actually, it, it was his bedroom, and then it became his bath. Remember? Oh yes, he was yeah. going to be completely naked watching it whilst in a hot bath. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's brilliant. I don't know. I I, I just feel like any a a good a, a good size theater, not as big as um the Majestic, but something in in that ballpark maybe. Okay, hmm. it could be British theater. It could be it could be anywhere. I did I did love. The National Theatre. I do think that that would be a great place for for it to go. So at, at the Olivier, on stage yeah, at the Olivier. Yeah, I do love the Olivier. It's, it is one of the great venues yeah, in the world, I isn't agree. it? it really is. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Great. Okay, that sounds pretty good to me. And um, so there's only one last question for you in regards to your last show then, and that's where would you go for dinner afterwards? Oh, well, if this is at the National Theatre, then it would be in London, which means... It's, no, it doesn't. The National Theatre could be wherever you want it to be. Well, crazy what you do with all this power. <laughs> honestly, honestly, we'd probably... I'd probably want to go to this restaurant that uh, Reven I went with his family in Fort Thomas, Kentucky. Or Cincinnati, actually. It's called Boca. B-O-K-A? B-O-C-A. -B -B oh, yeah, like Boca Raton. Okay. It is... It is the most incredible rest. We went there two nights in a row. It was that good. Wow. Uh, just incredible food. And they have, they're very, very sensitive when it comes to people's food allergies. So they're very like, yeah. you know, they don't, they, they make you feel comfortable to eat there. And they do an incredible wine pairing. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I've just got their web set up. It does look really nice. Really nice. It's nicer yeah. than most New York City restaurants. Yeah. Well, I mean, if ever, if if I'm ever in Cincinnati, I'm going to go there. Oh, you have to. It seems to mix like Italian and French. Looking at it. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes, and 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 it's just the people there are so nice. You could tell. You can tell when somebody is like genuinely obsessed with what they do, uh -huh. and they want you to feel the same way. So it, it's just inc incredible. I would definitely go there afterwards. I'd book out the whole place for everybody to go. That sounds amazing. amazing. The whole cast. And of course, we're going. Alistair, because we're in the show. Oh, of course. Well, you're in the show. Yay! Hooray. We get to all sit and enjoy our meal. Uh, what would you eat at Boca? Do you know what you would have? Well, you choose a bunch of like smaller plates and then bigger plates, but they have this incredible beef Wellington with a truffle sauce, oh. and they pair they pair it with a I believe they pair it with like a, a French red that was like dark and heavy. Oh, it was just so great. Right. Okay. I'm looking at it on the menu. It says it's uh, it's beef wellington with the black truffle bordelaise. Yeah. Serves two to four people. Yep. Would you just have that on your own? Get everybody one. Yeah, each. fuck yeah. Get your own beef wellington. Yeah, and it's a snip at only $125. <laughs> Listen, I don't do eight shows a week because I enjoy it. It's nice to treat my family and friends whenever I have the opportunity. I'm with you there, girl. I'm with you beef there. Beef wellington's for everyone. <laughs> Wellington's for everyone. Here comes the comet. Ah! <laughs> Good. That's fun. such a That's weird a... thing to buy for everyone. Everyone's like, I've just eaten. Honestly, I'm fine. Yeah. No. No, I insist. I insist. <laughs> you have to eat it. Eat it. Eat it. <laughs> Do you know what? Well, I'm very disappointed, though. There's one person I would love to have seen in your show, and that's Josh Groban. Josh Groban, Josh Groban, you gotta try and guess at the song that he sings. Josh Groban, Josh Groban, you gotta try and get it, I really hope you get it. Josh Groban sings. Right, so we've got this little thing that we do where um, we call it... Um, Josh sings. Josh Groban sings. Yeah. Josh Groban sings. I was and wondering what so, that was. Yeah, so um, Alistair's going to sing a song. In the style of Josh Groban. Oh, my God. And you have to guess what that song is. It's literally that symbol. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. This is Alistair Brammer being Josh Groban. What's the song? Don't you fry. Do you know what the song is yet or not? It's a little fall of rain. Very good. Yeah, very good. 
See, sometimes Eva, 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 uh, we do, um, Eva. do Mandy, I do Mandy Patinkin impression, but mm. I've got to say, I much prefer the Josh Groban one. It makes me laugh every time. Love it. Josh Groban, Josh Groban, you gotta try and guess at the song that he sings. Josh Groban, Josh Groban, you gotta try and get it. I really hope you get it. Josh Groban sings. People are going to want to hear a funny story, Eva, from me and you doing Miss Saigon. Let, what about a funny story? I've got a funny story. <laughs> Go on. I tell this Go one. On. I tell this one at all of my concerts almost. So we had a show in New York. Uh, where the sweet little kid had to go to the bathroom. And I, he was doing kind of the pee-pee dance. And I knew that in the last scene of Miss Saigon, if he was kind of doing that, it was going to be very distracting for the other scene that was happening on the other side of the stage that involved John, John, whoever was playing Ellen, John, and Alistair. Mm. And, or Chris. And so I was like, crap, like, I need to, I know I have to like hold him in it for a second and cry. So as I was holding him and that other scene's happening, I just whispered in his ear, like, go ahead, like, you can pee. So oh he God. peed, he peed like full, full, full pee. And it's fine. I'm the oldest of three. It's shit happens or pee happens. But so Alistair is supposed to come in as Chris and go, here the gunshot, go boom, Kim, run over and go, Kim, what have you done, Kim? Why? And he did that. Very good impression. But what he, and you could tell there was a thing of like, what is that? What is that? And then as he's picking me up, I'm sure he's smelling it. And he's kind of going like, what have you done, Kim? Like, why? It's just, it was so... Why have you pissed yourself? Why have you pissed yourself? And then when, when the curtain came down, the first thing goes, oh, that's disgusting. He's like, have you pissed yourself? And I was like, I was like, no, it wasn't me. And I had to take off, I had to take off my, my uh, trousers because they were silk and they were sticking to my... Like, it was just oh, very gross. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. It, it, I don't uh, remember being like that. But I assume. Look, if you remember it, it definitely. Obviously it meant you more definitely to... weren't angry. You were definitely just so shocked. I think you were just like, <laughs> "What is? Yeah. What? Why is that there?" I remember. <laughs> I remember someone asked us once. It, once in like one of those like Facebook lives or something. They were like that last scene when Kim dies in your arms and you're like crying and it's like no like how do you like get yourself out of that place like how do you and we were both like. <laughs> As soon as the curtain drops, we're literally like, Ugh! and then we just then we just get up and walk out. It's just acting, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. It does. Make, it is so funny because I do the same thing in, in Hades style when Eurydice chooses to go to hell. Both times that she goes back to hell, it's a drop, and you can see it on my face. It's like utter despair, especially the the final turn, mm. and it makes you feel crazy because you're going, oh! and then as soon as you know they're not looking, it's like. Yeah, it's just gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's gone. so weird. It's very weird. It's so weird. So you have to be. You, you better be careful what you reveal here about those two shows because you're going to have your nominations removed, or revoked. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. do they can do or it? Maybe, they, I, I'm living my life. Yeah, or maybe do you know what? You should actually, from the sound of it, you deserve the awards. Yeah, you yeah. Know, the fact that that is if proper true acting. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you can just switch it off well, like a tap. It is proper acting, I think. We're approaching the end, so let's do a little recap. Let's right. talk back on your last show on Earth. Your last show on Earth is to see... Now, oh yeah, before we actually get into this, how are you going to be in it and watching yourself? Hologram? Well, by the time I, by the time I can get this funded, it'll be 3,085, so... <laughs> right. Yeah, but also, well, actually, I should point out that The Phantom is only on for about 25 minutes. True. So, so can you can just out. watch and it. And I wouldn't want to yeah. watch myself. Okay. No, yeah, 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 yeah. It's too yeah, much Yeah, I could just yeah. run and come off and run and come I mean, that, here's the thing as well. Imagine how incredible my costume would be for, why so silent, good messieurs. Yeah. It would look incredible. Mm. Snatched corset. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, up to the knee yeah. boots. It'd be cool. <laughs> so then we shall leave box five empty so that between scenes you can, you can go and watch. Oh, that's actually yeah, very not? good. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that would be so yeah. good because then if they see me watching... It's yeah. kind of interesting, yeah. It is kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I would absolutely have a drink, for Good, sure. Good, fine. So, you would Why watch not? The Phantom of the Opera from Box 5, starring yourself as the Phantom <laughs> of the Opera, with a big <laughs> bottle of uh, champagne waiting for you in Box 5 between scenes. You would have Reeve playing Raoul, yep. Reeve Carney. You would have Charlotte Kennedy playing Christine. Yola, or Yola? Yola. Yola playing Carlotta. John John Brionis playing Pianji, your fr your friend Jasmine 
<laughs> playing Meg. <laughs> Andre de Shields playing Bouquet. Yes. And the managers, yeah. um, Andre and Furman, will be played by John Owen Jones and Alistair Brammer. You would have Congratulations, an, by the way. Thank you very much. I'm yeah, very pleased. You. you would have an impossible idea cocktail um, in the interval. You would watch it all at the Olivier at the National Theatre. And you would enjoy a nice, big $125 plate of beef wellington with black truffle sauce and some smaller plates at Boca in Cincinnati afterwards. All with your lovely plus one, Mr. Reeve Carney. That sounds like a night out, baby. Dang. That sounds nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to getting that that beef wellington at the end. Yeah. That's a perfect way to end the world, isn't it? Yeah. Get a massive beef wellington. At least be dying with a full tummy or a very full tummy. A nice little bit of medium rare beef looking up at that asteroid getting bigger and bigger and bigger as it smashes you in the face and kills you. Well, I I, I don't think it would actually come in contact with my face. I think the ground around me would disintegrate first. Sure. Sure, yeah, you would just yeah, melt. Probably, yeah. 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 I think you're the first guest to actually think about that in detail. So congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, actually, everyone's just thought of it conceptually and not even thought about how awful it actually would be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the horrible boiling death yeah. all around you, yeah. Yeah, 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 with people screaming. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us on the last show on Earth. Eva, no blizzarder. Thank you. Very good. All right. Bravo. <laughs> Thanks. Well done. So there you have it. That was the last show on earth of my lovely friend, Eva Noblezada. Ah, she's great. Really funny, lovely lady. I enjoyed that immensely. And if you listeners out there enjoyed it too, then please tell your friends, hit that follow button and listen again next time. Now, I have to say we made a couple of mistakes in that episode. Firstly, in the quiz, Eva did not get 10 out of 10 as she didn't get the question right about architect Herbert J. Crap. And also, I should apologise to Eva because throughout the entire chat, I mispronounced her name and called her Eva. Sorry. (laughs) I would love to give a point for Herbert J. Fartlocker, but I just can't. So 9 out of 10. Sorry, Eva. Now, look, if you want to catch Eva doing her Broadway thing, then do check her out in Hadestown. She is incredible, really. And check out the soundtrack, too, because it's wonderful. You can also see me and her doing our thing in Miss Saigon. I'm sure it's still streaming somewhere. And also go and watch Luck on Apple TV+. I watched it recently with my three-year-old son, and we loved it. She's also a regular on the cabaret scene in New York and beyond. So do go to her Instagram, which is liveevamaria, L-I-V-E-V-A Maria, for up-to-date information of where you can see her. Now, we must dash because Alistair and I are still getting over our jet lag from our recent trip to Tokyo, where we performed together in concert, and what a great time we had. And I'm also in the midst of rehearsals for the Great British Bake Off musical, which opens officially on March the 4th. Alistair is... Well, what are you doing now, Alistair? Right now, I'm unemployed, son. But listen, I'm sure there's a nappy to be changed or a shelf to be put up somewhere. Um, We hope you enjoyed this show with Eva. Follow us on The Last Show Pod on Twitter or The Last Show on Earth podcast on Instagram and join us next time when we interview another epic guest on The Last Show on Earth. On here we ask a question nobody dared to ask. If you had a day to live, what show would be your last? What is your last show on Earth? This is the last show on Earth! My name is John. My name is Al. Been friends a long time past. You'd want to know what show you'd see if you knew it was to be your last. What is your last show on Earth? This is the last show on Earth! What is your last show on Earth? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.